Y'all heard? Oh, one, two, three. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Y'all Heard. A podcast where me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related. And each week, we uh, pull a book off the shelf of the library of the world. And we smell the the aroma when we open it and take it into uh, our nostrils and then cool. we oh. recite to you what we have found <laughs> that we feel is insightful that actually wasn't it girls but it reminded me oh in other words we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know like what i'm about to tell you every wednesday my job forces us to have a friendly non-work related no. zoom line which is horrible anyway someone who i like but i don't know why they said this they don't like mushrooms they said like oh like their friend has a plant-based food restaurant they feel like they want to try it i swear they said the sentence like i don't know if i'm ready ready to dip my pinky toe into the mushroom gravy waters or something and i was just like why did first you- of all don't bring your toes into this. And then oh, secondly, yeah. make the water no. that disgusting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yes, nobody can dip their pinky toe into anything. You tell that person, if you can re- dip your pinky toe into anything, then you're a it's freak. Hello, long. Yeah, you can dip your big toe. But yeah, just like, specifying the toe makes it too real. Whenever I've heard the phrase, dip your toe in the waters, I have... Of all the toes you can imagine, it's never been the pinky toe. I know. Also on that call, I got I was stepping away, and I think he was talking about how he doesn't trust fake meat or something. And he was like, I think he said, "Oh yeah," and I'm scared of Satan, Satan. You know that that like thing. And I I was going to so close to going back to the call. And going like, I'm scared of Satan, too. Mm-hmm. But then I stopped myself because, one, I wasn't even sure if he said that. And, two, I'm seen as antisocial. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't help my case. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, aside from that, how is your week, Marissa? Um, Me, too. Wanna- it's like we hit record, and I'm like, uh, what week? Did I have a week? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will say... I'm sure we didn't get any new listeners from Blake Wexler. Not because Blake Wexler can't send us new listeners, but because we're a very quiet taste. Maybe, maybe we do. If so, thank you for listening. If not, never mind. If so, I think leave us an not- iTunes review that just says Blake Wexler. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, please. Yeah, just Blake Wexler That's all I need to say. But, uh, yeah, Pete, you're, you're missed. Blake Wexler did really good on a special in Philadelphia. Um, and that's not about how my week is. I'm just trying to buy time because I don't even know what I did. Um, I went home for Mother's Day. Shout, out, shout out to the moms. <laughs> um, and then I, and I did a bunch of gardening and I got injured and I got all sorts of... Are you okay? Around. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, I me. just... Thank you constantly get hurt all the time so so this time um hard to believe but when i was a kid i was a little active oh <laughs> and one of the things 
It, um, no offense, it is a little hard. <laughs> one, one of the things that I wanted was uh, a ramp for uh, my bike. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we had this like really long piece of wood, probably like mm-hmm. ten to twelve feet oh, this long. Fucking horrible! I feel it. <laughs> ten to twelve feet long. It's not going to go where you think it's going to go. Okay. Um, but it, you'll you'll pick it up soon enough because I'm a bad storyteller that gives endings. <laughs> but um, okay. so and and it was probably like five feet wide, maybe. And so we had this giant piece of wood and, you know, time goes on and you stop doing as many just uh, honestly riding over the ramp. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to okay. say tricks, but I didn't want to get ahead of myself. <laughs> and, um, you know, like you run out of dusty dirt trails. And so <laughs> one day you just go to, you know, hang up, <laughs> hang up your helmet. <laughs> and, uh, and so this, but this piece of wood we would always slide under the shed when we were done and that's where we kept it because it was out of the way and it actually did do a good job of keeping it dry and everything like that. Okay. Cut to the chase many, many years later till to this past weekend. (laughs) Oh yeah. This isn't right. That was done. Um, the piece of wood is still there. And so I was like, you know what? It's finally time we take care of that. And I only did this because I'm, I'm 30, what, eight maybe? And my mom was right next to me. And that's the only reason why I did this. <laughs> I grabbed a piece of the wood and I, I grabbed hold of the wood and I pulled it out and it was all beaten up and chewed up and wet and gross and nasty. And, um, and I was always afraid that there was going to be something like living underneath of it that was going to oh, come yeah. out with it. <laughs> so, so that's why I was brave because mom was there. And uh, I pulled it out, and I was like, huh. And it's so beat up, we could break this by hand. And I drop it, and it completely scraped up my shin. Oh, gross. No. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's uh, what I've been dealing with. <laughs> I first thought you were going to do a bike trick, and you hurt yourself. Next, I thought you were going to say, I'm 38 years old, and I decided it's finally time to do a good bike trick. <laughs> I uh, I couldn't even tell you when I had a bike last. Uh, I don't know how to ride a bike, and everyone goes, "Yeah, you do." And I was like, "Fuck you! You think I don't know if I know? <laughs> I've tried." How about a stationary bike? I mean, yeah, I can ride. A okay, so it's just the balance. Bike. All right. Yeah, and it's not like I I'm incapable. I'm not like I don't not have legs. Like, and I'm sure even people without legs could figure out a way. Uh, I just I lack balance, and I'm uncoordinated. And somehow I could do it when I was a kid, but I also have lots of fear. Like I have an, a never ending well of fear in my life, mm-hmm. and I uh, don't want to waste. Well, no, <laughs> not that that didn't make sense, but you know, don't don't feel like it's spend- not really a skill that you think you can use right now. Yeah, my boyfriend keeps saying. One summer, he's going to teach me how to ride a bike. And I said, not when we live in the fucking city. Aaron, Aaron, Marissa, cover your ears. Aaron, the best way that you can teach Marissa how to ride a bike is to uh, make her go on a tandem bike ride. Yes, I would do that. (laughs) I would hate it because it would look so stupid. It would be Marissa, Marissa, you're not listening. Uh Oh, sorry. Also, wear a flat hat. And uh, a pinstripe, like, seersucker type of suit. And make her wear, like, a frilly dress so that you can recreate that scene from one of the Muppet movies. 
uh, with Miss Piggy and Kermit. She would love that. Yeah, I wasn't listening, but this is true. I was. <laughs> okay, I really would. <laughs> so, yeah, if anyone teach me how to ride a bike, that's, that's, that's my gateway. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Fuck, do I do nothing, Pete? <laughs> no, do I, I must no, it really is, it really is, uh, your brain just clears. There's there's moments during the week where I go, I should remember, I should remember this for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh... One thing. One thing that I did this week is that I watched a movie by accident. Uh, Hulu. I finished a TV show. I didn't know that this would mm-hmm. happen. I finished a TV show, and then Hulu was like, "Yeah, we're gonna play a, sh- a whole movie for you now," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I couldn't get to the remote. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm watching this movie. <laughs> what movie? I have no idea what it was called. None. But Wow, what a story. <laughs> I was using that as a transition. I was trying to let you off the hook, Marissa. <laughs> oh. But in the movie, this woman's child is a werewolf. Icebreaker. Marissa. Are you watching Ginger Snaps? If your child was a werewolf. Oh, is this my... What would you oh, do? You, you had your, like, you love this baby. Was there a baby? And it's a werewolf. No, but how young? But when it was a baby, you'd be like, I'm just going to, like, put a piece of wood over the crib. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But now, I don't know, they're like five or six... And they I can mean, really, like, kill somebody. I make... I get a custom-made, comfortable cage. And I either put them in a cage or chain them in a nice area. And that's it. I chain them up. What else am I going to do? Chain them in a nice area. In your mind, is that area outside? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, like, build them, like, a murder dungeon, but I don't murder anyone, and I give them, like, somewhere to sit, something to play with, something to eat, but they're also chained up. Not chained up where they can't move. Like, chained up, like, when you tie up a dog outside, and it has some area it could reach. What are you giving them to eat? What? What are you giving them to eat? Like, raw meat, I guess. Yeah, that's what this mom did. What the fuck? What do you mean, this mom? In, uh, in the movie. Oh, I thought so you were about to tell me a news story. Um, or you were referring to yourself as this mom, and yeah. then you were about to tell me a true life story. This, okay. this is our Mother's Day icebreaker. <laughs> a little late. <laughs> How about Mother's Day? Um, no, I didn't forget about the holiday, guys. I forgot about if I wanted a, a episode tie-in. My mother loves me, and I love her, and I didn't forget. Shut up. Why am I so angry at our listeners? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Especially if you're new, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm just mad I have jury duty. Okay, guys? It's not you. Okay. Oh, yeah. I feel like you- I might... I feel like I would go, like, the boring parent route and just be like, something's wrong with my kid. Doctor, can you help me? <laughs> what like, do you think a doctor's gonna do? Exactly. <laughs> And the doctors get, you know what? That's what would happen. I would, uh, you know, I don't doubt you, Marissa. I feel like, I 
feel like you have a great relationship with Aaron to handle this problem. Yeah. <laughs> and that you guys would both be like, wouldn't it be fun if we chained up our kid? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would undoubtedly get the child taken away from me. If not for chaining them up and somebody finding that out, uh, for like being accused of like Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> Because okay. I keep well, taking the kid to the hospital and they keep going, nothing is wrong with this kid. Something is wrong with you because you keep bringing this kid around. <laughs> well, see, that's the issue. If you keep telling him to the doctor, yeah, then you make it a whole big deal. you got to deal with it privately. Or These are you, family matters. They stay in the home. <laughs> yes. Or you find a... Uh, Cryptozoological oh, yeah. association that can offer you help, or you go to a priest. I feel like there are options, Pete. I so. also feel like that Google search isn't going to alert any authorities. <laughs> like, yeah, how to stop your kid from being a werewolf? I don't think you could stop them from being a werewolf. From mostly, how can you contain? There them? might be some cures, though. I mean, that's true, but some of them might be born a werewolf. I feel like witch some... hazel is one. Witching salt? What? Witch hazel? <laughs> you just put a little astringent on them and they're not a werewolf anymore? I don't know. You're the werewolf do you... expert. <laughs> I actually... So the same people that wrote my vampire encyclopedia that they had did write a werewolf encyclopedia, but I didn't buy it. So I'm sorry. I'm not the werewolf expert. <laughs> Anyway, uh, speaking of children that are not human, Pete, did you do your did you do your homework before this episode? Okay, I'm wrong. Witch Hazel doesn't have anything to do with werewolves. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think it would. There, you I, look, you know, there's going to be some natural remedy. <laughs> um, yeah, all I know is silver. I don't know what else affects werewolves offhand. But I do think you could become a werewolf in similar ways there, that you could become a vampire. Is... Oh, oh, um, I think it's time. The herb time. Oh, what do you do? I don't really know. But um, <laughs> I, I wrote a I wrote a werewolf movie when I got out of college. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. And uh, that's why I was at, so I have. Anyway, um, I did not. You did not what? <laughs> I didn't watch the video that you sent me. But I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I'm good enough. I think You're I'm... a monster because it was like a two-minute video. I know. I know. I didn't, you didn't watch it watch right away. And then you were like, hey, let's podcast. And I was like, okay. And then okay. I was like, oh, I didn't watch the movie You know what? Video. I'll accept that you got your vaccine today. If you didn't, that'd be unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad okay. I made up that backstory for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had asked Pete to watch a short video of clips of Baby Yoda, which he didn't do, but at least he's seen Baby Yoda, and that yes. is important. So, let me start with my... Oh, wait. Oh. Let me start with my little bit of backstory. Okay. So, The Mandalorian is a show on Disney Plus that has been out for a while now. There are two seasons. It's some Star Wars show... I've watched a bunch of Star Wars movies, but, like, not all of them, and I don't know all the lore. It's some show where a dude with a helmet all the time is hired to kill Baby Yoda. I don't think it's that Yoda. I think it's just, like, the same um, 
the same species. It's Grogu. Yeah, okay. Spoiler alert. I don't think that's a spoiler. You just <laughs> find out its name. <laughs> He's hired to kill baby Grogu, who looks like a tiny Yoda. But he is so charmed by it that he decides to, you know, defy the people who hired him to kill it, the little baby. And he devotes his life to protecting it. Uh, from the moment I saw Baby Yoda, I was like really obsessed with it. Like I had just seen an image and I was like, holy shit, this is so cute. I would look for images. I would look for gifts. I would like Google like <laughs> cute Baby Yoda scene compilations because I didn't want to watch the show because the show didn't look like my type of show. It looked kind of boring. Okay, so, I but I, I always in the back of my head, I'm like, should I watch it? And I was like, no, it looks boring. So recently, my friend from France, that's not important, but I like to tell you all I have a friend from France. Jacques. Uh, recently posted a scene of Baby Yoda that was just so adorable on a, his Instagram stories, and I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. And I, I messaged him, and he, and I had told him, like, Oh, I haven't even seen the show yet. Uh, and he was like, oh, my God, I just started seeing the show. And I can tell you right now, I would die for Baby Yoda. <laughs> and uh, I was intrigued by that statement. And I was like, you know what? I'll watch an episode. And before I knew it, I was five episodes in in this very not Marissa type of show. And uh, it's all because of Baby Yoda. If Baby Yoda wasn't in that, I would stop watching the show immediately. I was at times fast-forwarding it when there was just too much time without Baby Yoda. <laughs> and later that day, I messaged my friend that I, too, if necessary, not unnecessarily, was willing to die <laughs> for Baby Yoda. <laughs> so, I was like, I don't know. This is interesting. I know that, like, you know, you could find puppies cute and all sorts of things cute. Uh, but I was like, honestly, I find a lot of babies, like, gross or uninteresting. So I was like, why do I find Baby Yoda so cute? It's a baby. And it makes, like, baby noises. Uh, I, I would say, I don't hate babies. But I would say, like, 75, 25, I find them gross, bothersome, or I say, like, ew, because the baby just isn't well-behaved, and I'm like, I'm, that's, I'm not a mother. I might be one day, but whatever. There are a few babies that She's find She's a cute. mother, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to know, why do I love Baby Yoda so much? So I Googled, why do we love Baby Yoda? He likes to laugh at how I Google in a question. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh... I read a Vulture article, a Bustle article, a Psychology Today article, and maybe one more. I forgot. But anyway, let's start off with this Vulture article. Psychology which, Today. Or, wasn't that what it's called? It's writing about America's <laughs> no, because, obsession. No, it's not specifically about Baby Yoda. I'm tying in Baby Yoda with why we find certain things cute. Which I feel like I knew about already, and I really hope I didn't do this topic before. <laughs> Did I do this topic before? I don't think so. Okay, good. So, as this one Vulture article begins, those saucer-sized eyes, X-wing ears, and three-digit mitts are adorable enough to melt any heart. But when watching The Mandalorian, you don't even have much choice in the matter. Science says we're all programmed to react a certain way when we see the little green guy. So, there has been a lot of research on the power of cuteness over the years, some research going back as far as the 1940s. That is when 
I don't know how you pronounce this, ethologist and zoologist Conrad Lorenz proposed the existence of something called the baby schema or the kinder schema, a cluster of physical characteristics that inspires caregiving. Among these attributes, attrib- attributes, attributes include a large round head mm-hmm. and wide eyes. And apparently we are sort of hardwired to respond to these sorts of features. Oh, isn't that cute, we say when we see Baby Yoda, unless you're a heartless monster. Uh, Or when you see a puppy, or when you see a baby of another species. Uh, Even though we might not have the same feeling when we see an adult of that species. According (laughs) to... Yes, excuse me? (laughs) Oh, look at that adult. (laughs) Yeah, nobody nobody says it's better than an adult. (laughs) According to evolutionary psychologists, cute is all about how we perceive babies or young ones. Whether we are parents or not, it's an evolutionary, excuse me, it's evolutionarily beneficial to take care of the next generation. Across species, a parental instinct to care for the young kicks in automatically, resulting in parental behaviors that contribute, I'm sorry, I can't talk, I'm like used to having braces, I don't have braces in right now. I'm sorry. Oh, so you're learning to not talk. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to repeat that sentence. Across species, there's a parental instinct that kicks in, like, well, automatically for most, uh, which results in parental behaviors that, you know, help the offspring survive. Uh, And, of course, the offspring survival increases the chance that the family's genes will just continue on and on. So from an evolutionary perspective, that's the ultimate goal of a living organism. Organism? Organism. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to not become extinct. So we have this awe reaction to cute things when we want to nurture or take care of it. So, before I go on, Pete, do you find Baby Yoda cute? Yeah, sure. That is too just agreeable, not like, yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> and I find that a problem. I mean, he's cute, but, uh, but honestly, I, um... I, I kind of look at it exactly like what you said. I was, I realize this is not very nice, but like, oh, that's cute. He was designed to be cute. Ah, <laughs> oh, Pete. Anyway, <laughs> go a little bit more about what's going on in our brains when we see cute. Uh, many scientists have noticed that this strange, oh, reaction. <laughs> what? Excuse me? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Um, scientist Melanie Glocker and her team wanted to know where this awe thing takes place in the brains. These scientists showed research participants images of cute, chubby, tiny babies and studied their brain activity. The area responsible for pleasure, called apparently the nucleus accumbens, lit up like a light bulb. This pleasure center is responsible for the happy feeling we get after we see a cute image. And the pleasure is caused by the release of a neurotransmitter called dopamine. So when we see Baby Yoda, for most of us, our brains recognize the baby characteristics. And in many ways, they're like super exaggerated. His eyes are like huge. Right. And his hands are so teeny. You might say uh, he was designed to be cute. Shut up! <laughs> Uh, this releases dopamine and our nucleus accumbens fires up. 
However, to many, not Pete, but to many like me and my friend from France, Baby Yoda is more than just cute. What is it about him that makes people say, I can't take it or I just want to eat him? This is a quote. This is not me saying that. <laughs> Why do some of us feel completely overwhelmed with the depths of our emotion for a small green creature that doesn't exist in real life? I didn't say I can't take it. I didn't say I want to eat him. But I did message someone saying, I might have to have a baby now because seeing Baby Yoda makes me want to have a baby. And I just keep looking at pictures of Baby Yoda over and over and over again. <laughs> So Bryce Dallas Howard, the actress, daughter of Ron Howard, who directed the fourth episode of The Mandalorian, herself had an intense reaction when she first saw the Baby Yoda puppet. She told Volter that it was similar to the feeling of wanting to smush something because it's so cute, a sensation that scientists call cute aggression. Like, yeah, you guys might have heard, like, someone will be like, oh, it's so cute, I want to eat it, or it's so cute, I want to squeeze it, or pinch Todd, it. Todd Glass is big on this. He talks oh, about really? how cute I things are. He wants to, like, squeeze their face and bite their cheeks and things. Like, at most, I want to, like, put my cheek to its cheek or, like, squeeze, or, like hug it, but I never want to, like, Not aggressive it. enough. Yeah, I don't, I don't I know. I want to devour your cuteness. <laughs> But I do get overwhelmed by cute things sometimes. But yeah, that, scientists call that cute aggression. According to a study published in 2018, it's possible that the non-threatening impulse to squeeze or bite something adorable is a coping mechanism, a way to balance overwhelmingly poli uh, overwhelming positive emotions. However, how come some not everyone wants to bite Baby Yoda? That is the title of one of the sections. <laughs> So why doesn't Pete want to bite Baby Yoda? The connection between feeling overwhelmed and cute aggression might help explain why this is not a universal phenomenon. In this, in studies, or in one notable study, 64% of participants, participants reported that they had said, it's so cute, I want to squeeze it at some point in their lives. And 74% said that they had squeezed a cute animal, hopefully not to death. But what about the other 26 to 36%? They certainly aren't immune to finding things cute. So what is the difference between those who feel cute aggression and those who do not? Apparently the answer is likely due to whether someone feels overwhelmed by their positive feelings or not. Oh, I've never I, been overwhelmed by positive feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say, Pete, uh, Pete has seen I'm overwhelmed by all sorts of feelings. Good, bad, everything. Sometimes I cry from positive feelings. Not like, not like, oh, it's so happy I could cry, but like, like, I just don't know. My body can't settle on an emotion, or it's so funny, but laughter doesn't do it justice, so I'll just cry. <laughs> That hasn't happened in a while. Okay. So, again, I was still questioning, like, okay, I get why we, why people find it, like, so cute. But why do I, someone who doesn't really love babies in general, like, again, I love some babies, but I don't just, I'm not a baby person. So why do I find, find Baby Yoda so, like, painfully cute? Uh, so in this Bustle article, <laughs> the... <laughs> the title of this section is Why Disgust May Override the Love of Babies for Some. 
So this article states that babies are deeply disgusting, which I agree with. Uh, (laughs) With bodily fluids exploding everywhere and a complete lack of manners. It's important, though, that I say that this is the article I'm quoting. I wouldn't speak that nasty about babies. (laughs) Anyway, they're also absolutely helpless and can't clean up after themselves. Without an overpowering urge to look after them, adults would likely avoid them entirely. But disgust, for some of us, seems to be more powerful than the kinder schema, which is where I said, like, the, the pair of traits that makes you want to nurture something. Um, that isn't surprising, though, specifically when it comes to infants who aren't our own. Disgust is a power... Disgust is an incredibly powerful emotion. Scientists believe that we probably evolved um, disgust to keep us away from things that could possibly poison us or to prevent us from something ingesting, to prevent us from ingesting something potentially harmful. And as New Scientist magazine has pointed out. Like poop. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, I I feel like a caveman would be like, huh. Yeah. I mean, it's there. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. Um, disgust also helps us stay away from other humans, including babies, who may spread disease to us. So while if I have a child, I'm sure I will love them very much. If your baby, I don't want to eat cookies your baby helps you make, okay? Sorry. Because <laughs> babies probably has dirty hands. <laughs> and, uh, disgust can override our self-interest in a lot of areas. So it's not unreasonable to see how, how it could override the kinder schema. And make us view babies not as adorable little humans, but as threatening disease factories. Yep. But now, again, I'm like, but okay, you're not explaining this. The article goes on to say that this is also why we might be able to look at dogs, cats, and other animals. I will just lump Baby Yoda into an animal category. With the adorable response, even if we find babies gross. Even when they're just born... Animals are often far more capable than humans and can be trained rapidly, for instance, to defecate in an acceptable area within the birth. And I'd like to see that, that race. I, that We're going to race a human and a dog and see which one of them. <laughs> uh, so that capability among, you know... others and like many competencies that animals have before humans might be the difference between whether you are disgusted or want to cuddle something. And might I say that Baby Yoda is very capable. He's 50 years old, but in Yoda species years, that's like still like a, a teeny tiny helpless baby. However, he has psychic powers and already took down like a gigant I'm gonna, I'm gonna dinosaur. Put s- what? <laughs> I'm going to put so much echo. In what part? <laughs> when you said Baby Yoda is is very capable. <laughs> <laughs> and might I say that Baby Yoda is very capable. He is. He has very strong psychic <laughs> powers. Um, and even though his legs are so teeny, he walks so well, but so cute. Anyway. So, I had actually originally planned to ask you at the end what you felt about Baby Yoda, but I couldn't. I couldn't wait anymore. I needed to know immediately. I was very disappointed with your answer. So, uh, yeah. There are um, characteristics, though, that people are like, oh, this, these are characteristics that lend themselves to beautiful. 
and stuff like that. So a symmetrical face. Yeah. Yeah. So what Yoda's is Yoda's got a symmetrical face, right? Oh, yeah, probably. It's just it's just what? his gigantic ass eyes. I think that's really the key. His yeah. giant eyes and his and his tiny hands that only have three fingers. And he kind of has a has a smile, right? How would you know? <laughs> You only looked at one picture I sent you. Listen, I used to watch the George Lucas talk show all the time, and they would have Baby Yoda on there regularly. Did he look like the actual Baby Yoda? Yeah, he's got like a smile going on, especially no, the doll. He does. I was just, I was just making fun of you. But uh, Baby Yoda uh, looks like a bug to me. Don't do. Pete. I'm sorry. I know. I forgot. I, I like. I just. I spoke before thinking. Thank you. We're going to pretend Pete never said that. Anyway, <laughs> you could see my face. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, do you find do you find elderly people cute? Yes, but I don't really like saying that. That's not nice sounding. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever want someone Why to say Why is that not I'm nice old. sounding? Cuz that's condescending to an adult. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. So I used to, I used to, not like, like be upset, upset, but like people would be like, "Oh, Marissa, you're so cute." And I'd be like, "Marissa contains multitudes." <laughs> <laughs> That's why Pete's my friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been described as as cute a lot in my life, which I didn't really also, find. You've also had, I don't want to say suitors because that's not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen callers? <laughs> who who have sort of like taken a protective sort of Yeah. Like fuck that. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> but all of this checks out to lived experience that you might have where people have been like, Oh, that lady's cute. I want to protect her from blah 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 or whatever. Um because she gave me an apple. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys don't don't call adult people cute. They don't like it. <laughs> um, but, uh, what was I going Especially <laughs> people. Um, what the hell was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I will say, I, I, mm, maybe sometimes I've had cute aggression towards a really cute baby, but mostly I have cute aggression for doggies and not cats. Cats, I don't care. Just for doggies and baby Yoda. Have you ever had cute aggression in any, for anything? Um, not so much that I can't handle it. Okay. Pete doesn't, does, Pete, Pete isn't burdened by his emotions like me. <laughs> no, I'm burdened. Burdened. Speaking, of, speaking of bird, though, maybe I what? have. <laughs> Pete, you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Nobody sees a bird or is like, oh, it's so cute, I want to eat it. Oh, I can, because we eat birds. Sometimes I see a bird and I go, I want to hug that bird. But yeah. I go, you can't hug that bird because the bird is too light and you would kill the bird. <laughs> I mean, you could like hug around it. Also, you're the only person in the world who said that. Ever. <laughs> uh, there's some like meme format that I still don't understand. But it would be like, oh, fuck, I don't even know how to do it. It's like, said no one ever. And then, do you know what I'm talking about? I still don't understand it, but somehow I would do that with your bird thing. 
<laughs> be a picture of Pete hugging a bird, and then it'll be like, said no one ever. And someone will be like, you're not doing memes right, Grandma! <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, that's all I have, Pete. Marissa, mm-hmm. speaking of your week, would you like to tell... If you want, unless you want to, unless you want to make it its own show or something like that. But would you like to tell the audience about the article that I sent you? Oh, I'm not ready yet. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not saying we necessarily have to do our own show, but I haven't done it yet. So I, I have to do it and then see whether it takes its own show or at least I need a segment where I'm ready to explain it all. So we'll do that a little later. As a tease for for you guys, uh, this may be us finally sitting down and making our um, rejected podcast idea winner oh, yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, our, our treasured Michael chose that as our rejected podcast to do. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm more along the lines of like I think it's funny when Todd Glass talks about his his feelings of cute aggression towards like a dog, mm-hmm. um, but I am much more a I want to you know like cuddle up to that cute pup, yeah, not like kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think my friend? Uh, this might not. Uh, that's why I'm asking because I'm not sure if this applies. But is my friend? Telling me I would die for Baby Yoda cute aggression, or no? Because it's not doing anything to Yoda; it's instead dying for Yoda. I feel like, um, yeah, it's a level of loyalty that is unexpected. Certainly. Okay. Would that person die for a baby human? I don't know. I've never met this person in real life. But they've never talked with such intensity in the many years I've known them, which is why I was like, I gotta watch this show. He would die for Baby Yoda. <laughs> Plugs. I mean, my unofficial plug is to watch The Mandalorian if you have Disney Plus to watch Baby Yoda. But I'm not going to use that because basically my entire episode was a plug for Baby Yoda. I shouldn't have to say it again. Got it. I shouldn't have to say it again. I shouldn't. So, okay, just watch it if you have it. Disney Plus. Uh, Pete, do you have a plug? Okay, so you said that was going to be your plug, but it's no, not I your plug. I didn't know if you wanted to go first. Please, but, um, please, go right ahead. I feel like this makes me basic. I'm not plugging the whole episode because it was actually not a very strong episode as the internet had to bitch about all over the place. But I would say... If you live in rural Pennsylvania or you watch Mayor of Easttown on HBO Max, watch the Murder Dirter skit from Saturday Night Live in the Elon Musk episode. That is spelled M-U-R-D-U-R-D-U-R-D-U-R. It's very entertaining and I've watched it ten times already. Pete, have you watched Mayor of Easttown? You don't have HBO, do you? I don't. I also haven't watched SNL in a very, very long time. That's why I'm just recommending the skit, not the episode. Do not watch the Elon Musk episode, but Murder Dirter is basically just making fun of the accent of people who have access to, like, Wawa's and live near the Susquehanna or 
school. It's just, it's very regional, and I feel like it. It was. <laughs> Wait, I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm, not, I'm not like, oh, I'm so funny, but I mean, like, it was just is interesting skit because it shed light on Kate Winslet having to learn such a dramatic accent. You don't even know what I'm talking about, though, because you didn't watch Mary Reestown. No. But she's. It takes place like outside of Philadelphia in a rural area, and she has like a really distinctive accent. And they're always drinking Wawa coffee and like talking about like. Cutstown University, and I was like, wow, okay, this is going a little hard on that. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just a skit that makes fun of how hard Mayor of Easttown goes on rural Pennsylvania. So that's it. That skit brought me a lot of joy as someone whose family lives in rural Pennsylvania. How about you, Pete? Uh, speaking of rural Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. rural, rural Pennsylvania. Are no, I'm trying to say it more articulately. Rural. Rural. I can't even say the word E-R-A-W-E-R. So, that's as good as I could do. Oh, also this kid made fun of people who say water. One thing that Pennsylvania doesn't have is a WNBA team, and the WNBA season kicks off, I think, tomorrow when this comes out. I should okay. know. I'm pretty sure it's Saturday, and there's going to be games on a bunch of different sports channels. Like ESPN's going to have one, CBS Sports is going to have one, NBA TV, Twitter, Facebook. So, if you want to watch some women playing basketball, give it a go. I still haven't picked a team this year because I haven't. Uh, even though I pay for the WNBA league pass, they don't let us watch preseason games. I'm sorry for you. I might end up rooting for the Indiana Fever. I don't know what that is, but yeah. (laughs) It's a rare disease. Okay. From Indiana. (laughs) Uh, Well, enjoy, Peter. I know this is your time to shine. Yes. Uh, Oh, I'd also like to plug our Patreon. Patreon.com slash y'all heard (laughs) Are you are you gonna tease what's coming to our patrons or no? No, 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 no. I don't okay. like I don't like to tease until I'm much closer to it happening. Okay. Well, something's coming eventually <laughs> to our and patrons. It's not the mail. Indiana fever. <laughs> <laughs> A rare disease yeah. from Indiana. <laughs> yeah, it's something fun and something through the mail. So, so yeah, if you are a patron, sorry to to jump in. But um, if you are a patron, isn't it funny that I just said sorry to jump in? <laughs> yeah. If you are yeah. a patron, make sure you head to your Patreon, page, per, per, your Patreon account. And oh, and put your address. Give us your address that you, you'd like us to use. And, uh, yeah, if you want stuff from uh, us, then join the damn Patreon. Yeah. And once again... You could be you- the first person who's not named Michael. Unless your name is Michael. If your name is Donna, for example, you could be Donna and the Michaels. Yeah, because literally everyone who gives to our Patreon is named Michael. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and again, if you give to our Patreon, you have anything specific you would like us to give as, you know, a Patreon exclusive, please tell us. Because I feel like, you know, I'm willing to do more. I just don't know what you guys want. 
Uh, also, if you came to us from Blake Wexler, please just give us a review. Five stars, of course, whether you like this or not. That just says Blake Wexler. If you hate us, just leave that and then never listen to us again. <laughs> Doubling back to Patreon, thank you, Michael Vinos, for increasing your uh, donation uh, incrementally over the past few months. I've been Yay, noticing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, I thought, it, oh, and I'm trying to figure out how to do an annual subscription for those of you who might want to just, like, I'm a person who was like, can I just give you, like, if if somebody's asking for a big donation and they're like, you could pledge it and give it to us over the course of the year, I'm like, can I just give it to you all right now because I know I have the money now and I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm going to have it later and I don't want to be a deadbeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, keep an eye for that, maybe. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, slide into my DMs at Ms. Vandal, and uh, stay safe. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Hi. Hi.